Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone, to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher. I'll be joined by my co-host, Royce Fisher, here in just a second. got a big show for you guys today. It is the results show for our election day. The big election, of course, happened yesterday. We had a sport election as well, too, so we'll talk about that. Also get into the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Philadelphia Eagles to find out which team needs to win the most. Also talk about the Dallas Mavericks as well. They suffer injury. Just John Marion's going to be out of the starting lineup, which means someone's going to have to take it, step in and take his place. We'll talk about that also. So without further ado, let's jump into the show real fast with our star of the show, the man that needs no introduction, really. Very happy last night after the election was over with. And that's one Mr. Royce Fisher. How are you, sir? What's going on, Rodney? Late night last night. I stayed up watching all the results come in. I'm interested to see how our poll does because we decided to leave the polls open a little bit longer, didn't we? Yeah, we're going to leave the polls open for the entire week. Because the lines were too long. (laughs) (laughs) Got to give everybody a chance to vote. We got to do something Everybody needs a chance. That's right. I mean, we had such a a good turnout right out front that we want to leave the polls open for a, a longer period of time so everyone have a chance to vote, and we'll go over our poll uh, today as well, too, and get to more topics on our show. We have a short show, so let's go ahead and, and get to get uh, started real fast, starting with the top stories. The top stories today are sponsored by Showroom Floor Detail Service. Go green and get clean with Showroom Floor Detail Service. Call 214-607-5269, and they will come to you or your place of business and get y'all shined up and ready to go. It is a waterless car wash system, which means that you don't have to worry about a bunch of water being in the in the front or in the back or in wherever you live at or wherever your business is located at. They come in, they sanitize, they steam everything inside and out, and it's a great service at a really good price as well, too. So make sure you give them a call. at showroom floor detail service at 214-607-5269. And plus, you're saving the environment, so that's Absolutely. a good deal. Let's go ahead and jump into our uh, top stories real fast. This story kind of kind of excites me a little bit. You see, the Sugar Bowl is going to be the site for the new Big 12 SEC football game, which will be a part of that championship series. Uh, now, this hits home locally because the Cotton Bowl was in the running for this as well, too, but the Cotton Bowl is going to 
miss out. Uh, they are so surprised it's there, but the Cotton Bowl says that they still feel like they're going to be a part of some type of championship game when we get to the 14th playoff. Any surprises here, Royce? I think you, you and I both would have thought Cowboys Stadium would be involved in this some kind of way. Yeah, and, you know, that's an important thing about having this playoff, uh, uh, you know, going to cut down some of the bowl games. But it, it will put the rest uh who's number one in the country, and we will have a playoff. But, you know, I've I, I watched the Cotton Bowl all my life, Rodney, and uh, I, I would hate to see that go. Well, the Cotton Bowl still playing, although it's still played in Cowboys Stadium, like we're having a little difficulty there. We do apologize for the – Buttons, uh, we'll get that rectified here in just a second. But again, like I said, the Cotton Bowl is still playing. I know they play it in Cowboys Stadium, so I think they'll still be right. intact. This will be just something that they have set up to, to well, determine the, the number bowl, one. Now, it's not the Cotton Bowl anymore. Right, exactly, exactly. Also, uh, in the NBA, we're going to talk a little bit about that later, but the Magic, the Orlando Magic, finally get their first loss of the season to the Chicago Bulls. Any surprises with the way that Orlando started the season. I mean, they they wait till what day six, seven of the NBA season before they actually have a loss. Yeah, I, I am surprised. You know, about a lot of teams. You know, we talked about that the other day. Orlando finally got their first loss, but actually they were in the run. They were leading the East at one point. Yeah, which well, was well, surprising. Was... Yeah, Golden State out in the West, but uh, we starting to see the trend go back to where it was. But I like I said, for Orlando to win. Any game, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would agree. I would agree. And then, of course, uh, in other uh, late-breaking news, we do want to send our condolences out to the Royal family. Daryl Royal, the ex-Texas uh, football coach, uh, dies at the age of 88. I know you had the chance to watch him coach for a long period of time at UT, uh, but he did pass away, so we want to send our condolences out to, to him and his family. And he he definitely make the Texas – Coaches Hall of Fame uh, because he will, you know, like I said, he put them on the map. I had a good team, great coach. Uh, if you listen to the players talk about him, you know, the influence he had on their lives, I thought he was a great coach. Absolutely, absolutely. And in hockey news, they're going to be planning to meet up again uh, actually today, try to get a deal done, and hope to get something pushed or something rectified pretty pretty quickly. They've already canceled all the hockey games up until November 30th, and now they're trying to get something going so they can start the season before the new year. The, the whole goal is really to get it started so they can save their uh, their uh, New Year's Day game, you know, the one that they have outside, they have right. the hockey match I would do outside. So they want to have everything done by then because that, that's become a huge event for the sport of hockey. And, you know, then we go through this last year with the NBA. You Absolutely. know, it started at Christmas. I, I don't know for them to get anything done till around December before we even see the first game. But, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, hey, well, what kind of season are we going to get? Are they going to throw something together that's going to be competitive? You know, or do you put an asterisk by the winner? You know, those questions have to be answered. That's right. And hopefully we just have hockey. And it's the only thing I'm expecting right now. Just hope that we some kind of way right. figure it out and kind of have some hockey uh, going on as well, too. Let's go ahead and jump into our polls really quick. Uh, first, Rob Royce, you want to say anything about the election last night? I know you were up watching it late. I know your your guy didn't win last night, but if you want to give some comments about the election, <laughs> some of the coverage, some of the coverage of the election as well too. Well, Rodney, 
I'm at what you call in the uh, I'm I'm not ready for retirement yet, but I'm close to it. So I'm from that generation and uh I always did like the voting process. I always thought it was fair. No matter what you think of the outcome, you still have to live with it. And whoever wins, you have to get behind it. That that that's my whole idea about it. We have mm-hmm. to move forward. We have to move forward together. And we're all in this together. That's my opinion. But, you know, you have to respect the process. And uh, everybody has the right to vote. That's something we really need to fix. But other than that, uh, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. And, and you know, I thought it was kind People of uh, the, the, big, the biggest thing I thought about last night was you saw, you know, as social media starts to become more and more popular. I mean, oh, it's Absolutely. You know, everything is done through social media now. You know, you're watching these trending results on Twitter and Facebook. And and then, you know, but all the technology available in the world, that NBC last night for some reason decided to go low-tech and use the ice rink uh, to determine <laughs> what states are won by what <laughs> candidate. Uh, what do you think about that move, you know, to go back to more of a low-tech what? style with an ice rink and, and painting the ice? Well, you know, it's one thing to see it in numbers and on the computer and Twitter and electronically, but until you bring that map out, man, and actually break it down and show that you really don't have to win uh, uh, the popular vote, but it's the electoral vote that really matters. And a lot of people don't realize that. You know, Mm -hmm. they think because he won the popular vote. But the map is simple. You know, uh, I, I like it. I hope they never get rid of it. It kind of shows you how the country is divided, and that's the best way to see that. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think that they could have done a little better job. You know, hey, we got telestrators, we got all kind of stuff. Nah, I don't like the low tech. I don't like it well, at all. Well, what do you want them to do? Just I don't like the low tech. I just like, yeah, I just like, I just like to see something a little more interactive than the ice rink. That's all. <laughs> but, but you know, you were absolutely that. right when you said that Twitter and social media really played a big part in this election. And it seems like every every election it does play a, a larger part. But uh I mean I, I've seen I've never seen Twitter as active as it was in you know, years before in this this campaign because everything that was said was tweeted. Right. <laughs> you know, everything that was done was tweeted. And even the the, the candidates themselves would tweet stuff, so mm-hmm. social media has really played a big part in this election. No doubt, no doubt about it. Let's go ahead and get into our poll. Again, you can take our election poll by going to our website, rfsportsradio.com. You can take the poll right at the top of the page. Let's go through it real quick because we never had a chance to really give our opinion on the different topics and and sway the voting public one way or the other. Uh, We've had a huge response so far. We'll keep the polls open throughout the entire week and debut the results on Monday's show. First question on the poll is, should Jason Garrett be fired? Is it yes, no, or wait until the end of the season? Your vote. Well, Governor, a lot of people would disagree with me. <laughs> but I would say that if I was Jerry Jones, I I, I, I mean, what do you have to lose? This, you three and five, eight more games left. Uh, you got a pretty tough schedule ahead of you. If I don't see any results, I, I'll have to let you go. Yeah, and, you know, I've seen him. He's done it before. It won't be anything unusual. We've seen it happen before in the NFL. And, uh, 
Your job is to get a job done, and I don't see him getting the job done. I vote that he goes. You know, my thing is, you know, I, I, I say wait to the end of the season. And the reason why I say it is because, you know, it, the next eight games they have, seven of the eight opponents that they play basically have uh, a losing record right now. They only play one team well, with a winning record for the rest of the season. So if they don't, if they are not able to bring it back after that, I think that's a huge eye-opener for Jerry, for the fans, and for Jason Garrett as well, too, that he may be over his head. So I would think that waiting to the end of the season, seeing what happens over these next eight games, would be a better better strategy, a better way to go. Well, I'm going to rebut on to that. I, I, I think this team doesn't have any mental toughness. You don't see Jason Garrett changing. I mean, he, it is what it is. He is who he is. And uh, apparently what he's doing is not working. And I've heard every excuse in the book, every week after every game, Sunday, Monday morning, there's always some excuse. We we got to get better. We got to do this. I don't see none of that happening. Uh, they still the worst penalized team in the NFL. That hasn't changed. That's something that can be corrected by the coach. And uh, play calling is awful. So he really has. I mean, what? What do you have left? Let somebody else come. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait. Let's wait. Let's With wait and see what the public ideas. has to say. Let's Man, wait well, see I'm what just the public my, has to say. My, my opinion. You need somebody with some fresh ideas because whatever he's doing is not working. Whatever message he's sending to the players is not getting through. All right. Our next question is, is, uh, is Tony Romo an elite quarterback? Yes or no? My vote is no. Wow. I say he's not because he just elite quarterbacks to me. When you say someone's elite, they perform in high pressure situations. They really, you know, win games more than they lose games. And right now, I, I can't say that for Tony Romo. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's better than average. But if you look at some of the quarterbacks that are coming to the league since Romo has been quarterback over the last uh, six years here in Dallas, you look at guys like Andrew Luck, RG3. Ryan Tannehill, just to name all the rookies. You also look at Joe Flacco. You look at Matt Ryan. You look at um, um, Josh Freeman. You look at all these other quarterbacks that are playing. Russell Wilson. Wilson, All these guys are playing starting quarterback in the NFL and having some success or similar success to Tony Romo. And that, that to me, proves he's not an elite quarterback. You know, most elite quarterbacks by this stage in their career are in the Super Bowl or competing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl, not three and five. And absolutely. And and he's been there, what, five years now? At, at quarterback position. Six years now at quarterback position. And he's no better off than he was when he started. And you're absolutely right. I, I would agree with you on that. I don't think he's one of the elite quarterbacks. But, you know, I, uh, I saw a sports center one day. They really broke down Tony Romo. And he does take risks. He throws the ball. The guy's not even open. That's why his interception ratio is so high. And he, it's bad decisions. You know, he play good for three quarters and have two or three bad decisions. But it seems like his decisions are getting worse. Yeah, I agree. Let's, let's go ahead and go to another question. We're trying to move to these pretty quickly. Uh, number three is, would you rather have James Harden or Russell Westbrook? Well, I wrote an article about that the other day, and I thought that Oklahoma City made a mistake not making him a starter. Uh, he was the sixth man of the of the year. 
uh, he always would spark up the bench. Imagine if he had been the starter. So, uh, And look what he's doing since he left Oklahoma City. So I'd have to vote that James Harden is a better player than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of, of uh, James Harden. I haven't been a fan of Russell Westbrook and the way he's commanded the offense. You know, I think he's okay. I just don't think he's a point guard. And I think they try to force him in their point guard role. Right. He's more of a scorer, more of a two guard, and, and, and not really a point. And I think James Harden does a better job of playing both point and score at the same time. Uh, and the and next question is, if, what, the, if the roles were reversed, you wouldn't have too many turnovers. They probably have a championship. Yeah, quite. They 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 could be debated. You're right. Uh, next question is, what two teams will meet in the NBA Finals? I let you go first. My two teams will be in the NBA Finals. I think the Miami Heat will win the uh, East. I said that during the preview show. I do like what the Knicks are doing. I like what uh, some of the other teams in the East are doing, the Boston Celtics. But I think Miami, for whatever reason, is going to get back to the Finals. And then the West, to me, is more wide open than I thought. I thought Oklahoma City would be the team to go. Uh, But in the West, I mean, until I really see the Mavericks play Oklahoma City, I'm going to say the Thunder. But I think the Mavericks could, could easily be in the finals based on what I've seen so far. Uh, that's not a bad choice. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I, I mean, I'm really going out on a limb. And, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be the Miami Heat because they probably are the best team and they are the team to be in the East. I'm going to say the Clippers. And the reason why I say that is because this is a real talented bunch I'm talking about. And if they stay healthy, I don't see anybody. I think they could beat Oklahoma City. I think they could beat the Lakers. And I think they can give San Antonio a run for their money. Well, well my second choice would be San Antonio. Health is going to be an, be an obstacle for them. You know, they're trying to get Chelsea Bills back on the floor. Blake Griffin's right. got the elbow injury that now they're worried about. So, it is going to be a big issue for them. It's going to be health. But I, I see your point. I, I, I think that uh, those are a valid pick, and I guess it remains to be seen. It's so early in the season to really know what's going to happen with, with either of these teams. So, Right. Uh, and anybody next, could come out of the West. Yeah, absolutely. The next question is, what two teams will be in the Super Bowl? Wow, that's a good one. Wow. Well, you know, right now I hadn't really thought about that. I, I'm, I'm going to say uh, San Francisco and Atlanta. No, no, no. Yeah, that's my pick. Well, they they can't they can't both go to the Super no, no, Bowl. No, no, they're no. both for NFC. I, I, I'm just I'm trying to. That's what I'm saying. It's hard me to narrow down. I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'm gonna say the Falcons go because they do have momentum. Uh-huh. And all they need to win is one big game to make it to that part. They do have the best record. And probably will have the easiest path to the Super Bowl if they continue to win. Uh-huh. And, 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 and I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say the Denver Broncos. Mm. The Denver Broncos to, be, to win the West, to win the East. Nobody they even thought Atlanta and, and Denver would even they play in the Super Bowl, Bowl. but it's possible, it could possibly happen. You know what, though? I, I like your AFC pick with Denver. I, I think I, I can go along with that. Denver going to the Super Bowl. And then the NFC. Oh, man. NFC, give me the Chicago Bears. 
Okay. Give me the Chicago Bears. This is the way I feel right now, ladies and gentlemen, so don't well, send me all your hate defense. mail. Don't they send me all your hate mail. All right, just the Bears and the, and the Broncos make it to the Super Bowl. That's what I look at. You know, that's really not a bad pick. Yeah. That's not we'll, we'll, let, the we'll let the public decide. Remember, you can go on our website, rfsportsradio.com, and, and make your selection there. The next question, which you already, we already know the answer to, the next question for you is, uh, will the Atlanta Falcons win a playoff game? I guess in your scenario it has to be yes, correct? I I, I do believe they will every week today. They, they just get more confidence and more confidence, and we know that has a lot to do with you winning. Uh, if you're a confident team, uh and if they can stay healthy, I think they will. My answer is uh, no. I think they have a great record in the regular season. They get a first round by someone comes in there in the Georgia Dome and beats them like always. I don't think they win a playoff game this year. They got some of the best receiving core. And like to I, I know what they have, but I still quarterback. We we see two both. We, we've seen teams win Super Bowl with just a, a not mediocre quarterback, but, you know, look at the Ravens. They won with just a defense. And, you know, we, we one team we left out was the Houston Texans. We just yeah, left them I, out completely. Yeah, we just left them out. I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I, I really don't. Okay. So those are two teams you pick that don't even win a playoff game. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, I think, I think Houston may make it to the AFC Championship, but they'll lose. To, to, uh, well, you so, know, we were wrong about a lot of things. Yes, and I, I know. Could be wrong now. Won't be the first <laughs> time, right? All right, right, so uh, last two questions. Who will be your NFL Rookie of the Year, and who will be your NBA Rookie of the Year? Wow. I'm going to say Davis. Anthony Davis? No Anthony okay. Davis, no honor. I think he'll end up being Rookie of the Year. The guy. All right. We only seen the tip of his potential, as, as a, you know. And plus, he had the experience this summer playing with the best players in the world and mm-hmm. in the Olympics. Of course, now he learned something, and we just seen him really get acclimated. But the guy, you know, I I, I think he's going to be rookie of the year. Okay, and then NFL rookie of the year, who do you have? Uh, I'm gonna say it's Andrew Luck. Mm. Okay. I I would pick Robert Griffin, but you know they didn't surround him with great players. And Andrew Luck was lights out last week. If he continues to play the way he's playing, I mean he's a shoe in. Yeah, I, I think that uh, NBA Rookie of the Year. I would say give me uh, Damian Lillard from Portland at the Washington play Dallas the other night. I know he's had a, a great start to his season. I say give me give me him for right now, and then as far as the NFL rookie goes, I'm gonna go with um, and I'm gonna, I, I I'm gonna have to go Andrew Luck as well too. I mean, this team receives five and three, you know. Right. I mean, they, they have a chance to make the playoffs, and right now he looks like you know that guy when it comes to NFL rookies. So, and, and, and you know that you brought up a good point. The the record does have you know go in a, a person's favor. You know, if you're winning, that does make give you a better chance to win, a, you know, the title. Whereas if you're losing, you know, you don't get as much spotlight, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So with that said, I think I think that's why Andrew Luck is going to have a great chance. 
All right, let's go ahead and jump into our, another topic real fast. We've got two more topics to get to. Let's talk real quickly about the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Philadelphia Eagles coming up this weekend. We're going to do a full NFL pick show on Friday morning at 9 a.m. Make sure you tune in for that. Friday morning at 9 a.m. for our full uh, NFL pick show. We'll be joined by a guest on there as well, too. But let's talk about this game in particular. You know, I want to talk about this because which two of these teams need to win the most? I know the Cowboys, 3-5, and five, the Eagles, 3-5. and five. The Eagles, we know what they got embarrassed on Monday Night Football to the Saints. We know about the problems they're having at quarterback. You got two coaches that are on the hot seat, two quarterbacks on the hot seat. They're similar. Yeah, very similar. So who needs this win the most? This is a must win for both teams. This is what I'm going to say, and I'm going to let you comment on this one. The game's going to end in a tie because both of them are bad. So I say it's going to end in a tie. We know it can't. But I think it's going to – I mean, we saw how awful the Cowboys were last week, great defense. Uh, they couldn't score. Last week, Philly couldn't score. So I'll say the game ends in a tie, and somebody wins by a field goal. Yeah. Uh, well, overtime. we know that can't happen. Yeah, I'd say they win by field goal in overtime. Even if somebody wins by field goal in overtime, somebody needs to win more than the other. And for me, personally, in, in my opinion, I would say the Cowboys, but on the, looking at it without a fan's perspective, Looking at it without a true Cowboy fan perspective, I should say, Philadelphia needs this win pretty bad. I mean, Andy Reid's been there for so long. He's tried and tried. He's been there, coached this team. He's been to several NFC championship games, never to the big one loss in the Super Bowl. But the thing is with them, they are just a total mess right now, a bigger mess than the Cowboys. You can, you can look at the Cowboys schedule and say, you know what, one catch here, one finger here. One kick here, they could easily have a winning record. But for the Philadelphia Eagles, a lot of the games that they won, they shouldn't have won. And the Cowboys have outplayed some teams and lost games. Well, let me ask you something. If it comes down to it, they can both coaches can blame the quarterbacks. So, I mean, if you think about it, you can fault either one. You can fault Michael Vick or you can fault Tony Romo. So, and of course, the coaches are on the hot seat, but. The blame can go either way. If the season's terrible, it can go either way. You can blame it on Michael Vick or you can blame it on Tony Romo. Both of them have had poor performances. Both of them have caused turnovers. Both of them have lost games. So you know the coach is going to take some of the blame, but you can you know they can always reverse that and, and put it on the quarterback. Because both of them have both of them have staked their career on the quarterbacks. They, they, you know, they went with Michael Vick. Uh, Cowboys went with Tony Romo. But do you think there's any way possible that Andy Reid keeps his job at the end of the season? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Both, like I said, both coaches on the hot seat. I think both of them are gone. Uh, Jason Garrett has a better chance of being there next year than Andy Reid. And I think Andy Reid is gone. Too much, too many outside personal problems. I think, uh, I, I think he will retire. I think he will give it up at the end of the year. I mean, he's, it's I, been I, a hard year. I think year if for he him. does, I think if he does, he should take a year off and then come back to coach. I think he'd have no problem coming back as a as right, a head coach right. without a problem. So, but in my opinion, and I think he's going to work. So, Garrett, like I said, it's going to be all dependent on what happens the last half of the season. 
this whole Sean Payton thing makes it even more interesting, makes it even hotter, especially after we find out that Sean Payton wants to coach the Cowboys yesterday. Uh, and, and this makes it all more complicated for Jerry. And, and Jerry, this may be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get Sean Payton, to get a guy that wants to be here. So and, I think uh, the best thing, is, you know. He, he, he should have taken over that job in in Dallas. If no one were, they should have let him leave. I know Parcell was gone. He was on this crew, but that, that should have been your next in line for coach. And they blew yeah, that one. I agree. You're right. You do have an opportunity to get him back. And if Jerry really wanted to save his franchise and, and the Cowboy name to take him to the next generation, he needs to go get Sean Payton. All right, let's jump real quick to our next topic. We only got a few minutes, so make sure you tune in on Friday for another show at 9 a.m. Also, follow us on rfsportsradio.com and Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. We'll talk about the Dallas Mavericks real quick. Sean is going to miss a, pretty much a week of basketball, basically a, a uh, sprained MCL. All right. uh, they don't think it's going to be serious or lingering injury throughout the throughout the year. But with this injury, that means that the rookie, Jay Crowder, is going to get a chance to be inserted in the starting lineup. Now, my opinion of that is going to be great for Jay Crowder, you know, because I think he'll step up to the opportunity. But what does this mean long term? We saw what happened when Brandon Wright was in the starting lineup. We saw the averaging first three games, he averaged 14 and a half. Now his average is right at about 12 over the last four games. But with Jay Crowder stepping into a starting role, he's already become a fan favorite, Royce. We know he can light it up. We know he can play great defense. Could this mean, if it goes well, that Sean Mary could be on the trading block before the deadline? Absolutely. And this Jay Crowder has been a surprise pick for the Mavericks. He, like you said, he's a crowd favorite. Uh, the guy can play. And, you know, this is the future of this team. You know, we always said, you know, you play this year for your contract for the rest of the time you with Dallas. And uh, I, I think they're going to keep him here the future. If they can win without Dirk, they sure can win without Sean Marion. And this team has proven, these young guys have proven that they can play. We'll also probably see a lot of Delonte Jones. We'll, we'll get to evaluate him because he'll get some playing time too. But uh, it, it's a great test for this young team. These guys are really fighting for a job next year. And, and uh, Yeah. This is the time to do it. I think this is huge for Jay Crowder. I mean, I think it's huge for the Mavericks organization as well, too. To have a guy like that that you can insert in is going to give you some production. It's going to really get a chance to light it up. I mean, well, Brandon Wright took his activity, uh, right. took his time to go into the starting lineup and do so well, filling in for Dirk. I mean, this could be pretty big for them. This could allow them to possibly trade Marion for another player, or keep them, you know, and just add more firepower to the team. And, you know, and they really they don't have a tough schedule coming up. They have Toronto, the Knicks, and Charlotte, which they already beat. So, you know, win two out of the next three is not bad. You're still in the mix. And to do mm-hmm. that without Dirk and Sean Marion really would be big for this team. Yeah, I agree. I just think if they can able to put this together and make it happen, It'll be huge for the team. It'll be absolutely huge. So, again, we thank everyone for tuning in. We'll be at the Mavericks game tonight. They take on uh, the Toronto Raptors before they head out to New York to play the Knicks on Friday. Make sure you tune in on Friday morning to catch another episode of our show where we'll be talking about that game and also picking games for the weekend. Thank you for listening to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. 
sports talk from a fan's perspective. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.